Welcome back to today's lesson in Ein Yaakov, the moral ethical teachings of the Talmud. We're going to be shifting direction a little bit. Today we're going to talk about the origins of mankind being Adam, Adam Harishan, the first man. And the Gemara is going to analyze the uniqueness of man's creation being that he was created as a solitary individual, not as a species. So we learned in Abraisa as follows, Tanur We learned in Abraisa, which is basically a Mishnah that didn't make the cut, was a Mishnah that was left on the cutting floor of the editing of the entire Mishnah. So it's a rabbinic teaching that was entered into a separate body of work called the Abraisas. Adam Yechidi Nivra, man was created alone. For what reason? So there's a number of reasons we're going to go through now. We'll see how many we can cover. Reason number one, had God created multiple humans at once to start off the species with a group, then the Sadducees, in other words, heretics, who deny the oral tradition, deny all various elements of the Torah, they would have said there are multiple gods. Each god created his own representative among the human race and you ended up with a group of 50 humans to start things off because there's 50 gods. So to preclude that claim from being made, Hashem created man as a solitary individual, and now you can never claim there's all these multiple gods, each one creating its own human. There's one human reflecting one God. Okay, reason number one. Daver Acher, reason number two. The idea here in creating one solitary individual was to blunt or preclude claims made by righteous and wicked people. Righteous people might say, if there were multiple, um, if there was a group of ancestors of the human race, not one single ancestor, so of that group you would have had some good people, some bad people. All the good people throughout time would say, we descend from that good ancestor. We are the Ubermensch. You've heard that phrase before. And the wicked people might say, what do you want from us? We, uh, we, we descend from that bad person at the beginning of time. There's no point in trying to be good. We're doomed. It's fate. This is who we are. And, and you could have had, both of those would have been terrible theories for, for humanity to, to flow on. And so to avoid that possibility, Hashem created mankind from one single solitary ancestor. And whether you're good or evil, has got nothing to do with your ancestry, has to do with your own moral choices. Daver Acher, a third reason why God created Adam alone without a, uh, a large group to start off the species. The idea was because of families. What was the issue? What, what family drama is being prevented by having one common ancestor? Along the same lines of what we said before. We don't want families to quarrel with each other. And what are they going to say? Each family would say, we descend from this ancestor of what, ha- what would have been a group of originators of the human race. And that makes us superior to your family, which descends from a different ancestor of the group of originators of the human race. And the Gemara throws in a little bit of, uh, I know, I'll call it uh, Rai, W-R-Y, not R-Y-E, Rai humor or... Uh, keen awareness of the human condition. Now look how bad it is. Even after we were created from one solitary ancestor, we still have these kinds of fights 
of which group is superior and which tribe is better, and, and you know we have it, we have it all figured out, and, and you guys are terrible. So if we had even two origin, original human beings, that would have made things infinitely worse. This, it's already we already have this much drama and strife between people and between groups, and we all stem from one ancestor, which ought to have been the insurance against all of that. You know. We still, we still haven't figured it out. Can you imagine if we would have had just one more ancestor in the group? Thank God it was only one. This is sort of as, the, the, this is as good as it can get, but it could have been much worse. Daber Acher, another reason. To, uh, to block out the possibilities of, uh, or at least to, to minimize the possibilities of robbers and extortionists. Um, because robbers and extortionists could have said, had there been multiple answers, they would have said, hey, you own this nice piece of land in the center of town. This was originally my ancestor. You come from a different ancestor, so this is not actually your land. This is my land. And they would have been able to make these claims. It would have been difficult to prove, but they would have had this sort of false basis to stand on. And so to avoid that, Hashem said, let, let us all come from one common ancestor. And again, and now, despite the fact that Hashem set out the human race all coming from one individual, we still have people robbing and extorting each other. It didn't, you know, it wasn't a, a, a perfect fix. If there had been two men originally created to start off the human race, how much worse would it have been? We've got a few minutes left. We'll go a little bit into the next section. Just for a moment, as we normally like to do, these ideas are very interesting. What kind of takeaways can we have? What is the moral of the story? The moral of the story of all these ideas of sort of the, 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 the operating principle, principle behind why Hashem deliberately chose to create the human race from one single individual. The fact that the Gemara has this comment of Despite this, you know, we still have thieves. Despite this, we still have people claiming superiority. That's their problem. The fact remains that for anyone who um, looks at the facts at face value, they have grounds to be able to humble themselves. You have grounds with which to humble yourself and say, I'm no better than the next person. Yankel. I'm no better than the next person. You know, there but for the grace of God go I. And to have any, co- any sort of superiority complex and any sort of uh, 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 you know, interpersonal drama between groups, between individuals, is really unfounded. At the end of the day, we all stem from one ancestor. And that person that you are claiming you're better than is technically your cousin. Right? And, and you're not that different. All, all human beings are not that different from each other. And at a certain level... We have a lot in common, and therefore, if we have that much in common, how could we, def- how could we claim to be so distinct and so uh, different from each other as to be qualitatively superior? So this is something that is, is just a simple fact of life that a person can, can think about, ponder, meditate, chew over. Anytime you feel a little bit of superiority coming on, anytime you feel a little bit of arrogance coming on, um, you look back and you say... You know, maybe in some areas I have advantages, I have gifts the other person doesn't have. 
I mean, besides for the fact of, you know, am I the creator of my own gifts and I should take all the credit for it? I'm the beneficiary of these gifts. They're, they're, they're accidents of birth, they're gifts from God, they're genetic, whatever they are. I, I, I don't deserve the credit for, for my own intelligence or my own talents or whatever it is. And even more than that, this principle of we all have the same common ancestor, so we therefore cannot claim to be qualitatively better than each other. So let us all take this to heart, not to be arrogant, not to be superior to each other. Um, even in the moment, um, that person's a blooming idiot and you have it all figured out. It's a wheel that turns. You'll have your turn to be the blooming idiot. They'll be the ones to have it all figured out. So let's not get too high on our horse and remember to uh, treat every person with dignity and respect, as my mom's fridge reminds us, not because of who they are, but because of who you are. I think we'll break it here, and we will continue tomorrow evening.